Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Range Talk. Before we get started, I just want to say thank you all for the support. You guys have been awesome. And you guys have really been blowing up the last episode. That episode is doing amazing. So thank you all for the support and keep it up. You guys are the best. This week, we're going to be talking about Glock upgrades, which ones I like, which ones I don't, and the ones that I just don't see the point in. Now, this doesn't necessarily only apply to Glocks, but since they are what I primarily shoot and train with, they are the ones that I have the strongest opinion on. Starting out the list for Glock upgrades, stipple jobs. A stipple job is where somebody uses a soldering iron or a laser engraver to cut an aggressive pattern into the grip of the gun. I have a love-hate relationship with stipple jobs. On one hand, it's always uncomfortable for me to ruin a nice clean gun with a soldering iron, but on the other hand, they definitely have their place and they're super effective. I think stipple jobs are important in some cases, but they can also be a hindrance in others. I personally like a nice aggressive stipple job on my battle belt gun, but I hate having a stipple job on my carry gun. The reason I like it on my belt gun is because it's exposed to the elements like water and it can become slippery. So having an aggressive stipple job ensures that when I grab the gun, I will have a good grip and I'll have good traction on it. Now for my everyday carry gun, a stipple job is basically just like carrying around a piece of sandpaper against your stomach all day. As you walk around and do normal activities, the stipple job is just going to rub your skin away. It's going to just tear your skin off. And for this reason, I guess I'm a I'm 50-50 on stipple jobs. I think they're a great upgrade in the right scenario, but it has to fit. The next upgrade is usually done with a stipple job, but it doesn't have to be. This is a trigger guard undercut. A trigger guard undercut basically just removes some of the trigger guard material where your middle finger sits. This allows your hand to get a little higher on the gun, which in turn will give you a little better control of the recoil. I have pretty thick fingers, so when I get a good grip on a gun, my middle finger is digging into that trigger guard. This is not only uncomfortable, but it also makes me feel like I never have a great grip on the, on the gun. If you have thinner fingers, then you've probably never even noticed a guard being in the way. But if you have thick gorilla fingers like me, then this upgrade is completely necessary. When people do this upgrade with Gen 5 Glocks, um, they usually add in finger grooves into the frame as well at the same time. I personally have no feeling or opinion on finger grooves in the frame. I have Gen 3s and 4s with the grooves in it, and I also have Gen 5s with no grooves. And I personally don't see a benefit either way, uh, so I don't really have an opinion. The next upgrade is one that I personally don't like, enhanced magwells. An enhanced magwell is a part that screws to the bottom of the magwell that slightly flares out. The purpose of this is to help guide a fresh magazine into your handgun, making reloads just a little more forgiving. Now, this is going to be controversial, but I personally don't notice a big benefit to having this on any of my guns. I understand it, but when I compare times with and without it, I don't really see a difference. The newer Glocks already are flared out, so they already kind of have this feature. Um, so adding a, an even bigger one doesn't make much sense to me. 
The negative aspect that I dislike about these is that if you put this part on your everyday carry, they make you print worse than you already do. The hardest part about concealing a gun is the grip. Adding an enhanced magwell makes this even bigger, causing it to protrude even more out of your shirt. So they may have their place. They may be good for battle belt guns or you know race guns, but for me, I just don't see the benefit to these. So they're not something that I run on any of my guns. This next upgrade is really going to rile some people up, but it's just something I cannot stand. Custom paint jobs or Cerakoting. Before I get into this, I want to clarify that I don't mind solid basic colors like OD green or flat earth, but what I'm talking about are the paint jobs that have the Punisher skulls all over them or the constitution or other pictures or they say something stupid on the side. I think this really just goes back to my roots and firearm fundamentals. Guns are tools. They're dangerous tools and they're not toys. And I don't think that they should have paint jobs like toys. If it's your thing, I get it. People like yellow cars and I don't. It's just a it's just a preference. But if I could give you some advice, please be careful on what you paint on your gun. Imagine for a second that you need to use your firearm to protect your life and neutralize a threat. Now, picture yourself sitting in a courtroom trying to explain to everyone that you were innocent and you were just defending your life, and then the court pulls up a picture of your gun with skulls all over it. What kind of picture is that going to paint? It's going to project that you wanted to use it to kill someone. Even if that's not true, that's how the court will see it. That's how a jury who doesn't understand guns is going to see it. I only make upgrades that have a functional purpose that I could explain if I had to. People will also change out the back plates on this on the slide to have some stupid image on it that also would not look good in court. Like I said, that that may be cool, but maybe not on your not on your carry gun. You can do it on your range guns, things like that. You think it's cool, fine. I strongly, strongly suggest don't put that stuff on your everyday carry. Now let's talk about sights. To start out, let's talk about upgraded iron sights. There are a ton of different options and configurations of replacement sights. Now, I haven't tried all of them, obviously, but I have tried quite a few. If I was going to upgrade from basic sights, I personally only like putting a bright sight on the front and I leave the back sights alone or even black them out with a Sharpie. This is an upgrade and can help in some situations, but it's not a make or break for me. So it's not something that I really spend a lot of time or effort thinking about. I have a bunch of different setups myself and Really, the only thing that I notice is I like when the front one is brighter than the back ones. That's about it. Uh, There's not too much to cover here, in my opinion, but adding a nice tritium front sight may be a good upgrade. The next sight upgrade is something that I do care about, red dot sights. The new big shooting trend for handgun is to include red dot sights or add them later. I was a late adopter to these sights as I wanted to let them work out the kinks and get a lot of testing done before I trust my life to one of these. But over the last year, I have fallen in love. I personally use a Trigicon RMR, and I have learned a lot. 
First off, I have become a better shot using this sight. And when I switch back to iron sights, I still shoot better than I used to. There is very little room of, for play when you're shooting a red dot sight. So your form and your squeeze has to be perfect. Because of this, it has improved my fixed sight shooting dramatically. These sights are expensive, and if you're shooting a Glock, you will also need to get your slide milled out to accept that sight. All in all, you're probably looking at around $800 in a single upgrade, but in my opinion, it is totally worth the money. If you've never shot one, please find one that you can use and give it a shot. It takes a little bit of time to, of getting used to it, but once you get the hang of it, you're going to love it. I guarantee it. All right, and for the final best, most important upgrade that you can possibly make, a weapon light. I have spent a ton of time going over this topic in other episodes, so I don't want to dive too deep. I don't want to be a broken record, but the most important upgrade that you can make to a pistol, the very first thing that you should do out of all of these is put a light on your gun. Half of the day is dark, or that was stupid, half of the... 24-hour period is nighttime, so it's dark, and you need to be able to to see and identify your target. A weapon light is the most important upgrade. If you have to start with something, start there. If it was me, I would start with a good light, something that I trust, like a Streamlight or a Surefire. Then I would put a Trijicon RMR on it. I, I do the undercut myself, so that's basically a free upgrade that I'm doing. And anything else that you want to add after that is just extra. But those three things, they may be expensive, but they are going to take that stock handgun, that, that basic handgun, and really elevate your effectiveness with it. They are super important. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share this episode with somebody You guys are doing awesome. Keep helping me grow this show. I love it. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Bye.